Welcome to Amplify with Purpose, Business and Life Unlocked. I'm your host, Odette De Beer, Global Business Strategist and Consciousness Coach. So, are you hungry for a business that grows and sustains? Are you perhaps looking for life strategies that don't just add years to your life, but add life to your years? You are definitely in the right place. This is where we roll up our sleeves and tackle everything from skyrocketing your business to sculpting a life that you are truly in love with. So strap in because we are going to amplify today. Let me ask you this. Are you tired of distractions derailing your day? Let me introduce someone who is basically the Control-Alt-Delete of your cluttered mental desktop, Dr. Emma Fitzgerald. Dr. Emma is a clinical neuropsychologist who's been interested in brain cognition throughout her career. She's worked with people with cognitive impairments in hospitals, communities, and in prisons. She's now turned her attention to cognitive cognition, (laughs) big words for this not doctor, in healthy brains. And she has specifically looked at the role of distractions and the way it plays into preventing knowledge workers like you and most of us from getting the most from their cognitive resources. So stick around. If you feel like your brain has run 37 browsers and tabs all at the same time, Emma is going to give us some insights that are going to close all the buttons that you never knew you needed. Emma, welcome. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks so much for inviting me, Adit. So do you mind helping us just understand what is the neuroscience behind distractions? Well, if I start with talking about attention, um, attention is a really complex neurobehavioural cognitive domain Um, and there's lots of different types of attention and so it's quite networked throughout our brain there's no specific part of our brain that's you know important for attention Um, and there's different networks for the different types of attention however our frontal lobes are very important for being able to filter out the information that we don't need to use um, and to uh, focus our attention onto what we do uh, want to want to use. So we filter out unnecessary information and we have a spotlight really that um, we shine on the things that we're wanting to pay attention to. Um, our attention does fluctuate through the day for all sorts of reasons. Um, it, it just naturally sort of our spotlight dims and um, gets stronger throughout the day uh, or even just throughout the minutes, um, which is quite natural. But, um, yes, it's our frontal lobes that keep us on task um, and help us to avoid uh, distractions. That's fascinating. So I love that you're saying that it's quite normal to get distracted and and your analogy of the light that dims and brightens because sometimes we can feel like um, being distracted is, is not normal, like there's something wrong with us. And what you're saying is that it's quite normal to go through tasks, through the minutes, or even throughout your day to get distracted. So there's nothing wrong with us when we do get distracted. No, it's quite normal. And um, I guess what we need to do is think about how we can maximise our attention um, so that we can get things done and and avoid the distractions. And we always will have distractions. And and basically, we need to be able to respond to distractions. Um, So, you know, if we look at from an evolutionary perspective, we need to uh, be able to 
check for predators. <laughs> if we're going to be eaten by the saber-toothed tiger, or we need to respond to our crying baby, but, you know, those sorts of things. So we need to be able to switch tasks and we need to, to be able to respond to some distractions. But um, what I'm particularly interested in is um, how we can manage those distractions which are not quite so necessary um, and that occur for all of us, it seems, um, more and more. Yes. So what are some of the common triggers that tend to hijack our focus? Um, well, there's a lot of lot of triggers um, and they're internal and they're external. Okay. So internal triggers um, are things like thoughts that we must be doing something. So I don't know how um, often this happens to you, but I get involved in, I do a lot of report writing for my work. Um, and, you know, the internal triggers are things like, oh, I must pay that bill. Oh, I must put this on my to-do list. Um, I need to ring so-and-so. I need to check this information for my flight tomorrow. You know, all of those sorts of internal things that we need to do. Um, but then, of course, uh, oh, or hungry. Um, but then, of course, there are external um, triggers um, and external, I guess, um, influences on our attention. So these are things like a colleague coming to speak with you at the desk, um, a phone, a telephone call, um, uh, you know, any any sort of noises in the in the office. But then, of course, all of the digital media types of um, distractions, which I know we'll get into in more depth. But um, we're very easily distracted by um, the pings and the vibrations and the notifications. Um, because that's what our brains like to do. Our brains, are, we like to do hard work, but we're also quite attracted by things that are a little bit more um, interesting, I guess, and rewarding, which might be a like on Facebook or, yeah. or an email from a, um, from a friend or a colleague or something like that. And our brains like that and our brains do, uh, you, know, the, you know, about you know, the neurotransmitter systems and we do get um, a dopamine hit when we have a notification or we, you know, get into the internet world and there's something that sort of rewards us. Um, and that dopamine hit is the same sort of um, neurochemical kind of uh, process that happens with addiction, say. Um, and so that's why, you know, we, we keep wanting that. And so that's why it's hard to, to get off. So, yeah, so our brains are... Um, we need to be quite intentional about managing our brain so that we, you know, and, and how we work so that we don't um, yeah, get, get so sort of drawn into those distractions. Yeah. And how, how you've, you've spoken a little bit about the digital age and how we get distracted by the pings and the vibrates and the pop-ups mm. that come up on our, on our screens, but how has this actually contributed to where we find ourselves and what is the bigger impact on us as human beings? Yes. So our brains, see, we, we actually seem to be changing in terms of how long we can attend to information. So the, there's a researcher in um, California, her name is Gloria Marks, and she's done real-life um, observational, I guess, studies looking at how people's attention spans are changing. So... Oh, it might have been 14 years ago or so, when she first started this research, people were able to stay on task for around about two and a half minutes before they sort of switched screens or, um, or did something different. 
it's changed. It's shrunk our attention spans. Um, and we're now looking... Uh, the, the amount of time is between about 44 to 50 seconds now before we're switching. So we're looking, I guess, for that um, reward much more frequently. The other thing is when we do switch tasks, um, again, this researcher, Gloria Mark, has found that it can take up to 27 and a half minutes around about to get back onto task. And we might do two and a bit more tasks in between. So if I'm writing a report and I get an email notification, I might pop off to that because that's a bit more interesting than the report that I'm writing. Um, I'll reply to that and then I'll think of something else and I'll do that. And it might take me yeah, up to half an hour to get back to my task. So what that means in a nutshell is that we lose almost a bit over a quarter of our day up to um, with distractions, you know, doing things that are not necessarily on task. So I guess that has an economic um, uh, impact on how our businesses, you know, are, are working and how much we get done, um, but also a personal impact, I think. So if we're not, you know, if we're easily distracted and we're not getting our tasks done, it can start trickling into our evenings and, you know, early mornings and weekends and that sort of thing. So, um, yeah, there's it really does have a, a big sort of overall impact on, um, yeah, on our ability to, to get things done and, and, and our lives, really. So what I'm hearing you say is that we, we've reduced our, our attention span quite dramatically so. Mm -hmm. um, and from a, from a business perspective, I think, I suppose the biggest impact is, is on our ability to produce results effectively and fast because if we're switching every 45 to 50 seconds, then <laughs> realistically we don't get as much done as we should. But that also means that our teams are struggling. If we do have teams, then they are, are showing that same pattern. And that kind of brings me to the thought that we need to equip ourselves and we need to equip our teams. But also for those of you who have families, I mean, I have kids, Dr. Emma has kids. It's important for us to teach our children strategies to cope with distraction um, or to avoid distraction because I don't know about you. I've got a, an eight-year, seven-year-old, and she gets distracted quite easily. She hears yeah. a thump, and she oh, oh, that's interesting. Let me go check it out. And yeah. I constantly have to bring her back to say, but hold on, we, we're doing this now. We're not doing that. We're doing this. We need to focus. And I think perhaps the, the, the thing is that if we get trained when we're younger to avoid distraction or to focus better – then when we grow older, when we're in uni, when we have businesses, when we're in a job function, we potentially will be more effective and efficient. And that means economically, we will be able to contribute in a more positive way. And obviously, there's there's huge benefit to that in the business mm -hmm. world. Is that right? Yes, I think, I think you're right. Adele. I mean, I, there's a lot of research still to be done because, um, you know, the digital impact is relatively new in the scheme of the world um, and what it's having on our kids and yes and I've had I have teenagers who um, you know it's very difficult to get them to put their phones down at times and even though I talk about the dopamine hit um, they don't care because they're getting that really strong social reward from snapchat or whatever it is so I think that 
um, yes, kids and schools and parents, um, you know, it's a really difficult thing. But being able to, I guess, model good behaviour around around your digital use um, yeah. would be would be one way. And education through there's lots of really good. Um, yeah, education kind of programs, I think, in schools. But nevertheless, that social um, draw, you know, that draws you in, the social sort of rewards that draws you in for the kids um, is really strong. So I do agree, though. I think that, yes, education and, and developing really good habits. And a lot of it is about developing good routines and habits around your work. Um, I was just thinking too, as you were talking, that you know, and that divide, that switching of attention between screens and those sorts of things, both for adults and for kids, actually depletes our attentional resources through the day. So we, it's like a battery. Our attention is a little bit like a battery, just like our willpower is a little bit like a battery, and they 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 sort of run out and they need recharging through the day. Um, and you know, so the kids have recess and lunch, and but we don't tend to um, use those sort of recharging strategies quite so well. But if you are multitasking through the day, your attentional capacity will fatigue, um, and you probably—I mean, I've, I've read things. It's maybe around about five or six hours of focused attention you can do in a day. Of course, everybody differs, um, but yes, keeping your mind on how your attention's going and, you know, how you might improve it with breaks or what have you is really important for, um, you know, for, for school and for, for business. I love what you just said because I am a big advocate for making sure that we take care of ourselves as individuals mm -hmm. because I think, I believe, that entrepreneurs and business owners are the asset of the business. And if we take care of ourselves, then the business will flourish and grow because if you're okay, your business will be okay. And what you're saying is, and it's 100% true, we often think that we shouldn't take breaks because if I'm taking breaks, I'm taking away from the business, I'm wasting time, um, when actually that's not true. No. It's that, that age-old thing about self-care is not being selfish. And if we take some time to refresh and recharge for our business specifically, we would be more effective when we jump back into a task or write a report or deal with a client or even help our teams. Absolutely. So, and we all know how if we're feeling a bit tired or, um, you know, overwhelmed because we've been working so hard that, yeah, it's much harder to pay good focus, you know, to get that spotlight, to have good focused attention um, and to, yeah, you're much more easily to be, you know, distractible when you're when you're a bit sort of tired. So that that's absolutely right. To it's about being mindful of being when you're paying attention and mindful of how you recharge um, that battery. Because if you don't do that, then your next hour or two will be much potentially much less productive. Um, and so by taking the ten minutes, you're actually optimizing, I guess, that next pe period of time where you really need to to focus. So yeah. That is so cool. That is so awesome. I'm really happy that we've had this conversation <laughs> because it even applies to corporates. I know from my own experience in the corporate world that quite often it gets frowned upon to take lunch, although in Australia, you know, it's quite normal for people to take lunch. But even when they do, you will quite often find that the leader kind of doesn't say anything, but there is just that look. You kind of know that mm. they are not loving the fact that you've taken an hour break. And I want to encourage the leaders out there equip your team with time to recharge because you will have a happier team and happy team members produce 
great experiences for customers. So Dr. Emma, thank you so much for sharing your insights with us today. Um, perhaps could you share with us the one takeaway that you want to encourage listeners with for today? Um, I think being mindful of your attention is probably one thing. So we call that sort of having a meta awareness of your attention. Um, and we might talk about that a, a, a bit later on as well at another time. But I think, um, yes, being aware of what your attention does and building your day around that is um, probably a great idea. Oh, that is fantastic. Well, there you go. There you have it. You need to create an awareness about your attention. It's a simple yet difficult thing. So have you ever wished that you could just turn on the do not disturb sign in your brain? Dr. Emma's got the keys, so don't miss the next episode. We are going to get tactical in how to get yourself into an optimized state of attention. So remember, sharing is caring. So hit that share button and drop a review and make sure that you are subscribed. We'll see you in the next episode. Take care.